All right. What a blessing to be able to uh, share this time together. Uh, wherever you may be right now, as we are connecting online, my friends and my brothers and sisters, uh, our church far away, you may be or close by. We're sharing this time. And my prayer even now, Lord, is that you would bless what we're about to do that this word that we're going to sit with would come alive and it would affect us and strengthen us. Yeah. In, in Jesus name, I pray it. Amen. You know, the, the way of blessing, that's what we've been talking about sitting with Jacob and, and a little bit with Joseph and just exploring the book of Genesis and how it, it captures the way of blessing. And, and today I want to talk about what happens when the way of blessing is different than the way we want. I'm calling it the blessing of the crossed arms and, and you'll see why in a moment. But I was reminded of a great verse. Some of you are very aware of it in Isaiah 55. Actually, it's two verses, verses eight and nine. For the Lord says this, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. <laughs> or as I once heard someone put it, you know, God's ways are not our ways. They are better. <laughs> they are better. You know, I want us to look at today, one of the most remarkable examples, certainly in the older Testament, but I think actually in all the Bible of how the Lord, the Lord's plans are sometimes different than ours. So let's jump into book to the book of Genesis, uh, chapter 48, verse number one, it says, after this, Joseph was told, behold, your father is ill. So at the time, if we hit this 48th chapter, Jacob's life is coming to a close and he's sharing his final blessings. And right now he's, he's sick and he's, he's dying. And yet he still has a spark in his soul, a spark of life in him. And, um, that sparkle, it was there. And, uh, we're, we're told that when Jason, Joseph hears the news that that Jacob is, is, you know, nearing the end says he took with him, his two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim. And, and it was told to Jacob, your son, Joseph has come to you. So Joseph arrives and then Israel, that would be Jacob summoned his strength, right? The old man, uh, pushes himself up and, and, and sat up in his bed, right? It took a lot of, of energy, didn't have a lot of it, but whatever he had, he, 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 he struggled to get himself ready for this moment where he was going to give his blessing on Joseph's sons, his grandsons. And, and Jacob said to Joseph, God almighty appeared to me. I guess Joseph and, and the boys enter into the room and Jacob's mind wanders back to an earlier time. He says, God almighty appeared to me at Luz in the land of Canaan. And he blessed me 
And he said to me, he gave me a promise. He, he, he affirmed his word. He said, behold, I will make you fruitful and I will multiply you and I will make of you a company of peoples and will give you, give this land to your offspring after you for an everlasting possession. And now your two sons who were born to you in the land of Egypt before I came to you in Egypt, I uh, they are mine. Yes. Ephraim and Manasseh shall be mine. <laughs> These two boys shall be mine, even as Reuben and Simeon are, are mine, right? And the children that you fathered after them, they shall be yours and they shall be called by the name of their brothers in their inheritance. As for me, when I came from Padan to my sorrow, Rachel, that was ah, Joseph's mother, died in the land of Canaan on the way when there was still some distance to go to Ephrath. And I, 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 he's, again, he's, he's just thinking back in time, but there's a reason. I buried her there on the way to Ephrath. Yeah, <laughs> that is Bethlehem. <laughs> Think about that. I buried her there on the way to Bethlehem. You know, Bethlehem would become a very prominent significant place <laughs> for the place that was near where Rachel was buried on the way to Bethlehem. Bethlehem would be the place where the savior of the world, one of uh, Jacob's descendants <laughs> would be born and he would change everything, right? They just didn't see it, nor could they have known the connection to the small town. Oh, Bethlehem. Right? When Israel saw Joseph's sons, he saw the two boys. His eyes were dim with age. He says, who are these? These. And Joseph said to his father, they are my sons. They're your grandsons. They're my sons whom God has given me here. Uh, Manasseh and Ephraim. Right? And and Jacob said, bring them to me, please, that I may bless them. And Israel said to Joseph, I, I, I and I, I see him looking at Joseph. I, I never expected to see your face and behold, God, he has let me see your offspring also. Oh God, you are so good. And then Joseph removed them from his knees. We're told I keep the boys were kind of, I probably afraid a little bit of this older man now nearing his end, frail, sickly, um, maybe a little scary, dressed very differently than the kinds of people that they were normally around. And they were kind of hiding uh, a little bit and, and Joseph moves them up from, we're told from his knee, knees. And then Joseph himself bows down his face to the earth. And, and he, he, he falls down and he, he moves the boys up. And, and after he gets up, he says, he, he took them both Ephraim in his right hand towards Israel's left hand and Manasseh in his left hand towards Israel's right hand. And he brought them near to him, right? He brought them near, near him. 
Now, what Joseph does is very strategic. He's clearly thought about this moment. He wants his two sons to be blessed. He's, he's, I'm assuming, overwhelmingly thankful for this moment. It, for him, it is far more than just a symbol. It has sacred meaning and it has value. And so he wants it to go just right. No different than you and I might in a special situation where we sense this moment is um, something that God is in. And we want this to go just right. And so he wants them to be positioned properly so that his father can easily bless them. So what he does, knowing that the greater blessing is with the right hand, right? That had been the, the way of the East. And it was the right hand that gave the greater blessing. And so he wants his older son, right, to be um, uh, the one who gets the greater blessing, Manasseh. So he positions Manasseh underneath Jacob's right hand. And then he positions Ephraim to uh, Jacob's left so that he, the, you know, he can just bless each one of them. And, and it, it's clear what he's supposed to do. And, you know, it's, it's all set up. But then, but then something happened. Something happened that I think initially Joseph assumed was an oversight, right? Look what we're told in verse 14. It says, Israel, Jacob, stretched out his right hand, but he laid it on the head of Ephraim, who was the younger, and then he took his left hand and crossed his hands, and he laid his left hand on Manasseh, who was the firstborn. And, and then he, he, while he's doing this, he blessed Joseph, and he said, the God before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac walked, the God who, who has been, I love this, my shepherd all my life long to this day. <laughs> and I just, I just want to pause for a moment. I mean, what a gift it would be if we, you and me, have the opportunity to end our days this way that we are able to, to say with some of our final words, I would, I, I would love to be able to say them to, to the God who has been my shepherd all my life long to this day. The God who has been my shepherd all my life long to this day. The day uh, that I near my end in my er earthly sojourn when this tent cannot contain the life that is within for we were made with eternity in our hearts to know God and to live. And so I would say to you, Oh, my friends, uh, all of you who love Jesus and those of you who are just coming and starting to follow him and some of you who are right on the edge of it, welcome the shepherd into your life. You'll never regret it. I would love for us to be able to walk with the great shepherd all the days of our lives. For as he taught us, his sheep know his voice and another they will not follow. And, and of course, the, the great shepherd psalm, the 23rd, right? And it's awesome ending. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. I'll never be far from the goodness of God and his mercy always with me. And then I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. 
Wow, that's, that's our promise. Security in Jesus. That we can dwell in the house of the Lord forever. But then let's go back to, to Jacob and Joseph and the crossed hands. And Jacob is saying these words, the God before whom my fathers, Abraham and Isaac walked, the God who has been my shepherd all my life long to this day, the angel who has redeemed me from evil. Oh, this is my blessing. Bless the boys. Bless the boys. And let my name be carried on through them. The name of my fathers, Abraham and Isaac, and let them grow into a multitude in the midst of the earth. Now, that's an awesome blessing that's being given here. But notice, we're told, and it's just an amazing, you know, description of what's taking place. Because Joseph, far from just being overwhelmed by the beauty of the blessing of Jacob, he's bothered and, and, and concerned. And, and, and honestly, he's, he's not happy with what's happening. Look what we're told. Verse 17, when Joseph saw that his father laid his right hand on the head of Ephraim, who was the youngest and, and had his, and, and had his left hand on Manasseh, who was the oldest, it says that it displeased him. It displeased him. And notice Joseph reaches out and grabs grabs the hand, his father's hand. He grabs the hand to move it, to move it. No, no, to move it from Ephraim's head to Manasseh's head. He, start, he starts trying to get him to, to switch hands. And I was just fascinated by this because another version says that, that Joseph was upset because, because it was not going the way that he envisioned it. Father, 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 no, 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 you're, 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 you're blessing the wrong one. And he takes the hand, but, but when Joseph takes the hand, the old man resists. No, no, he won't, he won't, he, he won't let Joseph switch it. Have we ever been upset with God? And listen, his, his apparent decision to bless in a different direction than what we had expected in such times. I know this has been the case for me. We may be tempted to say with Joseph, father, father, you, you are, you're making a mistake, but listen, God doesn't make mistakes. <laughs> His timing may be different. His purpose may be obscured and we may never understand in this land of the shadows, what can only be known in the land of the eternal sun. But what we do know is that all things work together for good to those who love God and are the called according to his purpose. I, rem I remember reading something that mother Teresa wrote. She said, I don't know what God is doing. He knows. We do not understand. But one thing I'm sure, he doesn't make a mistake. <laughs> Human beings 
we make mistakes. And in fact, we can do incredible harm to one another. And even nature or the natural world that we live in, that God has set in motion, though soulless, and, and it is, it, it is still, nature is still beautiful. The natural world is still beautiful and ferocious. And as we've witnessed, sometimes incredibly unforgiving. So human beings make mistake. Nature can wreak havoc unpredictably. Sometimes we provoke it as human beings, but for the most part, um, what I'm trying to get at here is that God does not make mistakes. His ways are perfect. Our world is broken. Human beings are broken. Situations here don't always make sense to us, but I was reminded of the Lord's prayer and something more than a few of us have prayed quite often. I know I have over the years, our father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Holy is your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Do you, and we pray that prayer. We've prayed that prayer. That's the Lord's prayer. The way Jesus responded when they said, can you teach us how to pray? And he gave him this, this model prayer. And it begins with our father who, who is in heaven. Holy, holy is your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. <laughs> can you hear me when I, when I say that there are times in our lives when the Lord's prayer must be truly entered into times of surrender that lead us into a way of blessing times when the Lord says, this is the way walk ye in it. And if I'm honest, I've known times when I have said to the Lord, no, 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 not this way. It's, it's the other way. No, not that's not what I asked for. Why I asked for this, right? <laughs> Had there been times if I, yeah, where <laughs> I found, where I find myself displeased, bothered, um, unable to rejoice, disappointed, like Joseph, I, I, in a way I'm, t I take God's hand and I say, no, that's not, that's, that's not the way the blessing's supposed to be given. You got it mixed up here. Look what it, let's go back. Look at verse 18. It says, and Joseph said to his father, not this way, my father, since this one is the firstborn, put your, put your right hand on his head. But his father refused and he says, I know my son, I know. And he shall also become a, a people. He, he also shall be great. Nevertheless, his younger brother shall be greater than he. And his offspring shall become a multitude of nations. And so he blessed them that day saying, by you, Israel will pronounce blessing saying, God make you as Ephraim and Manasseh. And thus he put Ephraim before Manasseh. Now, when we find ourselves in situations where God's 
way is different than ours. We have a couple of options. You guys, we do. When we find ourselves in a situation where the blessing isn't going the way that we assumed it would go or feel it should go. The first thing we can do, I'll just put this up there is we can resist and insist on our own way. We can go our own way and refuse to surrender. But that's, that's so foolish. It's a losing game. I mean, think about this for a, just for a moment. Joseph, Joseph could have said, father, I insist. I mean, Manasseh is first. He's the oldest. He deserves the blessing of the right hand. You father, you must bless him first or I will allow neither of them to be blessed. <laughs> I mean, Joseph could have done that, but that would have been so foolish. <laughs> he didn't remember. Right? <laughs> it's like we listen, we don't control the blessings. We can only receive them. We don't control the blessings. We can only receive them. The blesser decides. The blesser decides. I remember in C.S. Lewis's The Great Divorce, uh, that uh, it's an outstanding book. He said this, there are only two kinds of people. He's talking about heaven and hell. He says, there's only two kinds of people. Those who say to God, thy will be done. And those to whom God says, all right, then have it your own way. <laughs> Which person are we going to be? I want the blessing. <laughs> I don't want to go my own way because my own way, if it means losing the blessing, then uh, no, that's not, I don't want to go there. I'll, I want to go where he wants the way of blessing he decides and then we get to choose, you know, that's the, um, the mystery of the cross as well. Isn't it? The Lord has said, this is the way of life. This is the way of blessing. This is the Jesus way. The way of blessing is the Jesus way and the world, our culture, people throughout history can say, well, I don't, I don't want that way. I like, I like it this way. I like every way is, is the right way or, you know, I, I don't think Jesus is, is what you're saying he is. Well, the, the Lord will say to us, this is the way the blessing is coming. This is the way salvation is found. This is the way of life for Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. And if you want to get to the father, you must come through me. Now we, we, we get to decide, well, if those are the terms, then I don't want the blessing. That's kind of what Lewis was getting at C.S. Lewis, right? He's kind of saying, look, the, the Lord has said, this is the way of blessing. It's our choice to receive it. But I mentioned, and that also means that we have the capacity to reject and we can insist on our own way and we can refuse. No. The hands have to go the way that I, this has to go the way I want it to go. Lord is saying, no, the way of the blessing is the way of the crossed hands. And the other thing that can happen, you know, is, uh, you know, we may, we may cooperate and I'll put it this way. We can surrender with a bad attitude. 
<laughs> I call, what I call that is negative submission. We can surrender with a bad attitude, but that's negative submission. It's like the older brother in the prodigal son uh, parable, right? We might, we might never leave the father's house, but we miss the joy. We miss the joy. We miss the blessing. Oh Lord, you know, keep us from this, you know, compliance. That's what we're talking about. I can comply, but with a disconnected heart, resentful, resigned, joyless, miserable. Like I could, like Joseph could have said, oh, this is awful. You know, he could, he, he, you know, I don't like it. You know, he just, whatever. Could have been really, he could have made, he could have, fine, right? Whatever. But see, and I mean, Joseph in his displeasure could have thrown up his hands in, in front of his sons and said, whatever, do whatever the old man says. The old man's losing it. But that's not what he did. That wouldn't have been Joseph anyway. He yielded it. He yielded with humility. It, it didn't mean that for a moment he wasn't caught off guard. I love that because in a way it shows me how that Joseph was human and had flaws in him and, and felt, you know, felt things uh, sometimes and struggled with, with how he thought something was supposed to go. That, that actually connects with me. All right. I hope it does with you too. But then he, he, he yielded with humility and that's, that's the, the third way, right? The better way surrender, but with a good attitude. I call that positive submission, not negative submission. The Jesus way is the way of blessing. And it involves trusting God and allowing him to, ah, to work out his will for our lives. You know, we're all invited to do that. But sometimes, and I just want us just to remember this, you guys, all of you and me too, is that sometimes the blessing of the Lord is the blessing of the crossed arms, isn't it? Like the breakthrough comes, but it comes different than what we were expecting or anticipating. It comes differently than how we would have done it, doesn't it? But it, you know, I, I think about where we're at right now in, in this season. And, uh, I just, you know, I just think that there's a blessing to be found in this season with all of its challenges. If we can align ourselves with the right attitude and just submit to the Lord and, and submission, think about it is bring our mission underneath his so that he can give us the blessing, you know, let him, let him have his way and watch life flow. When we let him have his way, life flows. It does. True freedom. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You know, perfect submission. Yeah. Yeah. The song of his love singing all around us alive. Yes. This is what he wants us to be alive in his goodness. Uh, let that be our story. Right. Blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. So I, I, I've got, I've got a song. Actually, I actually have something I want to share that it's not just a nominal wrap up. Actually, I have one final thought for us to consider behind the song that we're going to be sharing. And, and you know, the song is about opening up our heart and, and just trusting the one who has a path for us. Right. But I do want to remind all of you as I get to do and, you know, just so thankful for your faithfulness. 
but uh, it gets to remind you about our, our giving. And remember, you can, you can give of your tithes and your offerings. And I'm talking to those of you who are part of our church and committed to following Jesus as your life's priority. Um, so don't forget to give of your first fruit. You can do that, right? You can do that by sending it into our offices. You can give online directly or through the app, which is what I do. But like I say, always firstly, um, give, give him your heart. So here we go with our song and then we'll come back around and uh, close us out. Here we go.
I can feel my lungs breathing. <laughs> I can hear you singing. I am alive in the land of the living. You know, I was thinking about this and I mentioned I had a one final thought to share and, and it really is connected to the idea of the blessing of the crossed arms. And I think we understand what that means. It's like when God blesses us in a way that is different than what we would have expected or anticipated or even desired. And I always remind myself, don't compare blessings, right? Don't, don't, don't do that. And don't try to figure out the why of God's blessings. Instead, stay open and let's adapt our attitude to an attitude of gratitude for the goodness of God on full display in our lives. But of course, I was reminded of the ultimate blessing. And here's the thought, the blessing that seemed also in this case, so messed up, so senseless, so different than what we would have done. I mean, Jesus, I'm talking about Jesus on the cross and the blessing he gave us, not of the crossed arms, but the blessing of arms spread out on the cross. Think about that. That was, why God, why that way? And yet it is the way the way of blessing that we're invited into. Not the blessing of the crossed arms, but the blessing of the arms spread out on the cross for you and me. The ultimate surrender, the ultimate gift, the ultimate sacrifice, the ultimate blessing for anyone who will have it. Yes, God is so good and he He's so good and he's so God and he wants us to what? So good and so God. Never forget how deeply loved you are. And my prayer for all of us. Yeah, as we continue on the way of blessing that he would keep you in every way, in your spirit, in your soul, in your body, and in your mind, in our thoughts, in Jesus' name, amen.